With over 50 episodes, we are celebrating one year in the podcast industry for the Verbally Effective Podcast with Ina Esco. It goes down Saturday, January 26th, 8 p.m. Doors open at Chardonnay Bistro and Wine Bar. That's 4205 Hacks Cross Road with DJ King on the ones and twos. Former guests will be introduced, future guests will be announced, and special performances by One Love Theo, Jalen Denae, Juan Hunnett, and more. Big shout out to our sponsors, the T-Shirt Lab, Robusto by Havana Mix, Ivy Multimedia, Jet Eye Digital, and eateatread.com. Verbally effective episode 52. How is everyone doing? Your double E, Ina Esco here. Thank you so much for listening to the Verbally Effective Podcast. And today I have with me singer, songwriter, actress, and many other titles, but she's going to explain all of that to you guys today. I have Miss Jalen Danae. What's up, pretty lady? Hello, hello. How's it going? Um, Everything's been pretty great. I cannot complain. Well, you know what? I follow you on social media, and I think I saw you at the Lecrae AT&T mm-hmm. Sound Studio. <laughs> I think Devin may have posted something, and I had started following you, but mm-hmm. I haven't. I didn't meet you until the life is dope. Yes. And I saw you perform. <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, Yeah, that was actually my second performance, strangely In enough. In life? Yes, like ever. I did my uh, my first show was the one I did at Los Cabos back in September. Mm-hmm. And then my second one was The Life is Dope. And it was so much fun, but I was so nervous. And I wish that I knew what I knew, like coming back uh-huh. off the stage. I wish I knew that before, because if I could go back and do it again, I would do it 100 times over. Like, what would you change? Stand-up. You did a great job. I would just be more prepared. I would be more confident because I was and like, I, I mean, I went out there and I did it. I didn't freeze up, but I wasn't as in it as I wanted to be. So um, I will say that I definitely did grow from it, though. I learned a lot. So I feel like my next performance will be so much better. And I'm so excited. Okay. Well, so you said that was your second performance. So let's start at the beginning. Um, I know you are from Union City, right? Yes. Okay. So (laughs) tell me about growing up. Um, I mean, honestly, all the way up until I was fifth grade going into sixth I lived there I just normal like going to school go home Mm -hmm. play in the yard like it was just the most normal boring life (laughs) you could possibly have it's a little hole in the ground how Um, far is Union City from here not far right nope it's only about two hours it's two hours north of here it's right under Kentucky okay okay and so um I finally moved to Texas I mean not not Texas I finally moved here (laughs) when I was 11 and I've been here ever since no siblings only well, child? With my dad, I have siblings. With my mom, it was just me and my okay. mom. So, no. Okay. It was just me. So, how did you start singing? Um, I am a creator. I just like to sing. I like to draw. I like to w- literally whatever I can do, sculpt it, dance. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so, singing is just one of those things I like to do. And I decided to learn to play guitar just out of boredom. Mm-hmm. And once I got about... Like, I never took it seriously all the way up until I got about 17, going into 18. He had made a post looking for an artist, and my mom was like, well, my daughter, you know. She, she, <laughs> he was like, I need a female artist that can, you know, sing and write her own songs. Uh-huh. And my mom tagged me in it, and so we kind of went from there. And that's when I decided, I was like, okay, well, I'll give it a shot. Why not? I have nothing to lose. Wow. So, like, no formal training. Um, you weren't in the choir in high school, none of that. Nothing. I just did it for fun because I like to learn stuff. I had nothing but time as an only child. 
Okay, so when you began in this music <laughs> business, you know, Memphis is a tough market, mm-hmm. as you know, right? I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. what? like, um, I know you said you did your second performance at Life is Dope. What are you seeing in the music scene from Memphis? Like, what, what types of, I guess, are there any barriers that you're facing, or is it smooth, or I mean, all your in all, like? like, once our ball started rolling, it's it's pretty much been pretty smooth. Like, I do have a, a pretty set um, support base, and my, my fan base is growing. It's very small, but I do see it growing, seeing as we've only been doing this a little over a year and a half, and we've made as much progress as we have. And so, um, yeah, I think everything's... It's it's going like I'm I'm not really rushing it and I don't really feel like anything's holding me back necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about giving it time, mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty much all I can do is keep working and see where it goes. So. so you you say you pretty much seen a difference though since you've been under management. Yeah, most definitely. And your management is with Mr. Delax Jones. Yes. <laughs> so how has Platinum Life Entertainment changed your life? Well, let's start here. We have actually completely changed from that. We have now uh, gone over to Reset Music Group. Mm-hmm. And um, it's him, Delex, and a guy named Lex. And they have now become like a little, you know, two minds is better than one partnership thing going. And we've started moving with Reset Music Group. And so um, now I'm a full-on artist. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in too deep. And sometimes I'm like, what if this isn't for me? And I'm like... I've made it this far. Like, why wouldn't it be? It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been life-altering altogether, like I, how I see myself as a person, how I see my worth as a woman. Like, mm-hmm. it's built my confidence up. Um, it's built my curiosity and the things that I can do, like my, I guess, that falls under confidence mm-hmm. and just myself as a whole. So I will say it has been altogether life-altering. Like, even if we stopped now, I still have things that I'm going to take with me forever mm-hmm. from what I've done so far. Awesome. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. And you know what? You're a very pretty girl. And, <coughs> Thank you. You know, this industry, like I said, Memphis is a tough market. This industry is male dominated. You know, a lot of men, um, pretty much, are the gatekeepers in right. this particular business. So, right. um, how do you feel being a woman and in this? You know, day and age of the Me Too movement and the R. Kelly situation. Right. <laughs> you know, things of that nature. Um, is that, you know, on your mind as you approach, you know, this music business? It does. Um, but honestly, it's I'm pretty headstrong about it because I'm aware of these obstacles and honestly I've just being a woman in general, I face them outside of the, the things that I go through in the music industry, which I haven't really faced anything like that yet, and hopefully, you know, I won't, but that's just, you know. That's so you I haven't faced for. any? No, as far as, like, I mean, I get, like, creepy messages from people. A few DMs. <laughs> right, in my DMs. But anything, <laughs> I know you're going to get them. Right, but anything past that, like, I haven't had any issues there. Like, um, everyone that I've worked with so far has been respectful. Like, everyone on my team is well, respectful. Awesome. I've had, like, a really great experience with this. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, I'm still going across it cautiously because you hear things. But I'm really comfortable. Like, I, so far, I've had a really good experience. I'm, I'm having fun with it. And I think that's something that people fail to realize. Like, there is a right way to do this. And it doesn't mean that everything is corrupt and everything is just sick and twisted. Like, it's there's good out here. There are good people. Like, I yeah. think people fail to realize that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. So how would you describe your sound? 
See, I haven't figured that out yet. I really, really? haven't because I feel like a lot of people would put me in the R&B category. Uh-huh. And I think that's just because of that's really all I've released so far. Mm-hmm. But I don't like to really put myself in a box because I recently today I actually let him hear a dance hall song that I started on and he loved it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I mean, I can I really want to do, I guess, whatever sounds good. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm trying to remember the life is dope. I think I told you kind of SZA ish. It was like a Janae Echo. I got that a lot yeah, too. Kinda yeah, like vibe. Yeah, just to like if you could like, you know, maybe compare your sound to, to someone. But of course I know you're developing as an artist and finding your own sound. And it's awesome that you're a songwriter too, right? Yes. You write all your music? Um, not all of it. Like can't say no. A lot of that was my producer, the guy who produced his name is O B. Mm-hmm. Um, I give him majority of the credit for that song because he pretty much did the thing and I just was the artist. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of the music that I have upcoming that I will be releasing, I did do myself. So, yeah, okay. I do I do write my own music. So what you got coming up with your music? Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say I'm going to shoot for spring. I really want to shoot for spring, but it's probably going to be closer to summer because I'm a really just picky person. But um, I'm actually working on releasing an EP here really soon. Okay. And I wanted to release it a lot sooner, but like I said, I'm a picky person. Like, I want it to be good because I feel like this is really important. Like, this is my first EP going out. So mm-hmm. I feel like this can either make me or break me if I do it right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to mess up the opportunity. So. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are doing EPs now. What, about seven tracks or so? Yeah. It's pretty much like a trial run and, like, let people get a feel for you. And I think it's a really smart move, though, because you don't want to – I always say, like, you don't want to release an album and just waste that many good songs, and you don't really have your fan base up and stuff. And so I'm trying to, you know, let my following grow and let people know who I am and just build. And I'm trying to grow as my following grows. Move mm-hmm. smart, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, keep up with the stats and insights on social media to keep up with your following? Not really. Sometimes I'll check in, like, if there's a spike and I'm all of a sudden, I'll try and figure out, like, what it is that I did to make mm-hmm. that happen. But all in all, not really. I just kind of stay pretty stagnant. I try to stay active. I'm not that great at it, though, because I'm just not a very interactive person. I like to share memes. Like, I get on social media <laughs> to laugh. But, um, yeah. I haven't really figured out how to use it as a tool, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still working on that. You got to get on top of your management about that piece. You know? Well, he, he does his thing as far as promoting <laughs> goes, but... So what artists in this music industry influenced you? What do you like, Jalen? Jessie Reyes has been oh, like... I love her. Has been one of my biggest oh. influences right now. She's got a she's powerful just, voice. <laughs> she's like pretty much how I feel like I'm approaching the industry is pretty much how she's done it. Like she's just headstrong about everything. She does what she pleases. Like she doesn't care. Like she makes whatever kind of music she wants. Like she doesn't stay in a category. She just makes songs that she feels like are beautiful. And so I respect that so much. And she mm-hmm. would literally say anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> anything. And so I love that she's herself. And that definitely is probably one of my top influences. And Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, like, would bash that in a way. But in all honesty, she's doing her thing. Like, she ain't mm-hmm. hurt nobody. She's a little wild. <laughs> I'll give her that. But, I mean, all, she's doing her thing. And I can't do anything but respect it, like, you can't hate on numbers, and she's doing nothing but running them. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm proud of her. Like, do your thing. That's how I feel. Do you think Cardi B will be around? 
for a while? Um, or do you think this is a trend? If she keeps coming the way that she's coming, then I feel like she can definitely make it. But if she sets the standards too high and she can't keep up with that demand, then she'll fall in, you know, sync with that. But honestly, I think she might spend the next, like, next couple years working on music and then just go to mm-hmm. doing her family thing and chilling because she's put in work. She's made her money, done her thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know, honestly. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that when you were talking about her, like, what is next for Cardi B? Because like you said, she has a family. She's already put the numbers like chart, you know, breaking charts and some more stuff. So like, what's next? Right. Now, is that something that you hope to achieve? Top billboard, award (laughs) show? Most definitely. Most definitely, yes. Um, But honestly, even if I don't, more than anything, I just want really awesome concerts. Like, Mm -hmm. that is my... The live. (laughs) <laughs> like I want my concerts to be just so amazing because that's when I can just be creative as I want to be mm-hmm. and I feel like my concerts are almost probably going to be like a musical just because I'm going to have so much going on like mm-hmm. that's the time I get to be like the most creative and I get to bring everything that I enjoy making together mm-hmm. and I get to present it for people and just be an entertainer and so I feel like that's my purpose as a person is to be a as a creator is to entertain people mm-hmm a lot of people have been talking about Jacquees with, you know, this whole R&B sensation. He claimed he the king of R&B. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you don't ag- agree. Um. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I really liked Jacquees when he first came out and he was doing his thing. Um. He was doing his own music. Mm-hmm. I really love that. Like When he first came out. Right. And he mm-hmm. was just... Jacquees, and then he started doing all these covers and EE and everything, and I started seeing what people were talking about, and I was like, I can't, like, I mean, I can't really argue there, like, I can't even defend him on that, because it's pretty much exactly what he did. He just started EE and everything, and it just didn't work. It was not a good look. Mm-hmm. This ain't the same chief. This ain't it, chief. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. This ain't it, chief. So he's not the king of R and B, in your opinion. Who the king of R and B? That I don't know. Like, it depends on what era you're going for, and there's. Different things you got to, like, because, I mean, you can go way back, like, to the 80s. Like, mm-hmm. are we talking about now? Like Now. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, if we're talking about, like, present-day artists, mm-hmm. I feel like Tank, because he did his little couple singles and, like, broke the internet mm-hmm. somehow and just. Yeah, because we still playing, uh, what's that one song? When we. Yeah. I'm sick of that song, but I like the song, but right? golly. Or I feel like <laughs> Bryson Tiller. Had a chance. Like, he was Bryson so close. Bryson is like, nice. Right. Like, I think Tank is more of your, I guess, um, true definition of an R&B kind of old school. and and But Bryson brings more of the new flavor and innovation. Like the trap soul. Yes. 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 It's like a vibe there. And then you see Breezy got some new music. You like Chris? I do, but, like, the, the undecided, I don't. You don't like I'm just not feeling it. That's the one that's sampling the uh, Shawnees. You don't? Mm, no. I don't like it. Maybe you <laughs> like, you'll like his next cut. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Now, I hear that you are about to do some acting. Yes. I have just been casted for my first role um, in a pretty, I guess, major play here in, in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, Natasha Clayhill mm-hmm. is doing a, a play. It's called... Full circle, mm-hmm. I think, if I remember correctly. 
I'm really bad at like technical <laughs> titles and stuff. Like I misquote everything, and then I'm always like, oh. but um, yeah, yes. What and goes around comes around. Stage play. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, full circle. And um, I'm really nervous, but I'm doing it because it's giving me a chance to grow. What is it about? I'm not sure yet. I actually oh. find out tonight. Whenever I leave here, I will. I will know. Oh, so that's what your meeting is about. Mm-hmm. And I see your picture right here, baby. Yes, that's, you. that's me. Like, oh, go and Devin Crutcher in here? Wait a minute. I know people on this fly. Wait a minute. Yep. And Christopher Williams. I see. And she looked like Fantasia, but I don't think that's Fantasia. Is it? Um, No, but she is. Gerald Richardson. Okay. Okay, I'm going to have to come and see you on the big stage. Yes. Yeah, and you got the new single "Can't Say No." Mm-hmm. So how is that doing? Um, it's slowed down here recently, but it's been doing like its only thing. I'm actually kind of really proud of it. Um, I'm at that point where I'm ready to release new music because mm-hmm. it's been out for a couple months. But I'm also excited mm-hmm. about the other stuff that I've done. Mm-hmm. That is so good, especially with the producer that produced that. I have music that we've done, and it's so great. And I'm ready. Really just on that. But we're doing this. Um, this is my promotion with Boost Mobile. That I'm actually doing that Saturday. And it's from 12 to 2. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure which Boost Mobile. I have it on my flyer. Okay. Um, 3505 Ramil Road. There you go. I'm still getting used to having like an agenda like of stuff to do. Yeah. Like, everything just got kind of picked up at once, and it's like you just take off, and you're like, okay, this is what we're yeah. doing now. <laughs> Your right, manager hits you on a text, hey, you need to be up at yes, 8 o'clock. he will. Like, he'll, like <laughs> we, like, I won't hear from him for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. I, won't hear from, I won't hear from him for, like, one week. And then all of a sudden, he'll be like, we're doing this, and we got this, and make sure, and you're double booked for Thursday, and you got this going on Saturday, and this. And I'm like, okay, all right, mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll just write it down. Wow. got this. Okay, so if Jalen Danae was not singing Oof. these days, what would Jalen Danae be doing? Painting. Painting? Yes. I would be painting. I would probably be painting murals. Actually, I think that's what I'm fixing to start doing. You should. For fun, just in my spare time. Because I paint, like, I've, actually I have. I've started, like, I redid my whole room. I painted a lion in my mom's room. Mm-hmm. I, or, no, in her living room. I did, like, a zen lion. And then I've done Hello Kitty in her room because she really likes Hello Kitty. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to start doing. Like, that would be good. It'll bring out some of your creativity on all levels, I think. Yep. Okay. I'm like, I think I'm going to start doing like studios, though, and like remodeling studios. And so yeah, it'll be like a way to give back as an artist and, oh, I guess in both ways, like musically and Creatively. Drawing. Drawing. Okay. Yes. I don't know, like, <laughs> I didn't know what to call it. Like, it was like, I don't have a word for it. Okay. Okay. So, um, Jalen, how can everybody get in touch with you and follow you? We're going to up your followers from the Verbally Effective Podcast. So, it. how can Let's we do that? Do how can they get in touch with you? I'm available pretty much on all social media at Jalen Danae, J-A-L-Y-N-D-A-N-A-E. Mm-hmm. And... That like that's my website. You can literally just Google it. You can just put it. You can just type it in the Google bar, and everything will pull up. Like mm-hmm. I'm available, um, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. No, Apple Music, Google Play. That's Google what it is. Play. I can never remember. Google Play, like everything. Mm-hmm. 
I just have one request before you go. Can you sing me a little bit of Can't Say No? Just a tad, just, you know, for the 80s, <laughs> for verbally effective, just a little something-something. Okay, how much is a something-something? Like just a, a coin, little, like maybe the hook or something, you know, just a little piece okay. for um, your girl. <clears throat> I can't say no to your love because I want to lose my mind with you. Yeah, I can't say no to your drug Cause I wanna lose my mind with you Hey, hold on Why should I be ashamed When I know that you can only give what I take I put more drink in my cup Then I get stuck Looking out the window hoping you pull up Yeah but for right now, I'll drown in my misery. And I gotta quit calling you back, cause I need more than what you give to me. Ooh, yeah. I can't say no to your drug, cause I wanna lose my mind with you. Yeah, I can't say no to your love, cause I Wanna lose my mind with you. Oh, my mouth is dry. It is yeah, horrible. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> my mouth is so dry. It's so yes. dry. Yes. <laughs> now it's like bringing me back to life is dope, right? Like, yes. Oh, so okay, so you're going to be singing in this play? I believe so. I'm not sure okay. yet. So y'all going to work all of it out? I don't know. Out. Like, I, I find out today exactly what it is that I'm doing. Okay. <clears throat> my mouth is really dry. <laughs> But yes, I actually find out today. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm really excited. I'm kind of uncomfortable because it's something I've never done before. But I mm -hmm. feel like my advice to people is if it's something that you're just uncomfortable with because you don't know if you're going to do it right, you should do it anyways because mm -hmm. there's only one way to find out. Like, you, that's that's the way to grow. So I'm really scared because I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. You'll be fine. You'll be just fine. That's the first time for everything. Yes, and that's a great opportunity. You know what I'm saying? It really to say is. that you've only performed <laughs> twice, and now you're going to be on the stage with Christopher Williams. That is awesome. I mean, it was pretty crazy to say I've only performed once and then go – now my second show, I'm opening for, you know, Eric Bellinger, and I'm yes. getting to work alongside all these awesome artists. And I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Let's yeah. go. Let's do it. It's yeah. fine. Whatever. Whatever God got planned for you, baby, nobody can mess with that. Yeah. I am so Amen. proud of you, lady. Wait, what are you doing on the 26th of this month? Do y'all know? That's a Saturday. Oh, well, you guys, you guys should what, come so what are we doing? to the Verbally Effective one-year anniversary party. Okay, well, I'll be there. Book it, yeah. Y'all come through, and maybe you can get on the mic and say, can't say no. I'll be more, I'll be more hydrated. I got you. You got me. I will. You, you got want me. me to do it? I'll yes. perform it. I'll perform the whole song. I'll do yeah. it. I got you. I got you. Yes, thank you so much, Jalen. Huh? Can I get a duet? Yeah. You going to sing it with me? <laughs> yeah. Come on, girl. The let's remix. Do it. We're going to do it. As far as? Yeah. Okay, we got to practice, though, before the party. Okay, I got you. Do you want to do it now, or do you want to you wait at a better time? We're going to wait at a better time. No, you got shit to do. So, you know, we're going <laughs> to get together you. before the party. It's going to okay. be cute. Okay, we're going to do it. Yes, yes. I'm going to come ready. <laughs> got you. Well, thank you so much, Jalen, Danae. Thank you um, for having me. Yes. You know what? I, I feel really good about what's about to happen for you. <laughs> And when my gut tell me something, I'm usually right. So 
you just stay steadfast. But thank you for that good energy because I'm all here for it. I'm giving you good vibes and good positive energy. Thank you, Jalen Danae, my guest for episode 52 of the Verbally Effective Podcast. With over 50 episodes, we are celebrating one year in the podcast industry for the Verbally Effective Podcast with Ina Esco. It goes down Saturday, January 26, 8 p.m. Doors open at Chardonnay Bistro and Wine Bar. That's 4205 Hacks Cross Road with DJ King on the ones and twos. Former guests will be introduced, future guests will be announced, and special performances by One Love Theo, Jalen Danae, Juan Hunnett, and more. Big shout outs to our sponsors, the T-Shirt Lab, Robusto by Havana Mix, Ivy Multimedia, Jet Eye Digital, and eateatread.com.